0: Hi
1: Oh, okay, it's a good recording Uh, so, welcome back to another episode of Shower Afterthoughts With me, Julia, and today we have a featured host Ivy. That's right <laughs> So, um, uh, today just like a, you know, it could be a bonus episode Um, but yeah, so what do you want to talk about? Um, <laughs> it's so weird to
0: talk on this app i know it's so fun though (laughs) i know but i guess today we're talking about growing up our generation what's what it's like yeah
1: all right you go first since you kind of thought about this
0: so um this is just kind of a practice test you can call it but i guess we're just gonna go for it um But basically, I've noticed with our generation, and I'm sure every generation gets this, but we're kind of the odd ones out. We're doing something different that people don't like, and every every generation gets kind of called out. And one thing I've noticed with our generation is that we're crazy into technology, even to the point where people go to like say we're um, addicted to our phones and social media. And my question is, why aren't we reading anymore?
1: Wow, I mean, like, I have not been reading a whole lot, to be honest. Um, I don't know, I just feel like I have so many other things I could do besides reading.
0: I, I feel that. Um, I recently got into the gym, and me and you do robotics together. And it, it's very, and school, homework, we have all this stuff going on. But I, I feel like there's always time. And I've started re- reading recently. And I have had a lot of time because of the quarantine situation. And I recently just finished Stranger by Albert Cam- Camus. Is that right? I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, Albert Camus. <laughs> Very famous artist. I mean, author. I should probably know that. But um, yeah, I enjoyed reading it.
1: Yeah, I feel like when I get the time, you know, I sit down, or even when I'm taking a bath, I'll read, because, you know, you don't want to bring electronics into the bath, you know?
0: Don't want to die. Yeah, and
1: you don't know who's watching on your cameras. That's another thing that we'll bring up.
0: Okay, thank you. I, we need to talk about security. I'm writing that down.
1: (laughs) We really do, because, like, I get so scared whenever I, like, bring my phone into the bathroom, like, I'll intentionally cover up the camera yeah it's it's just so weird anyways uh but i'll be in the bath and i'll be reading and like i'll get into it for a bit but then i'll be like oh i've got this i gotta do but then i've also realized that since i haven't been reading a whole lot and i usually read a lot when i'm uh, i usually read uh like talking aloud and i found that if i don't do that a whole lot then in school when we're supposed to read something aloud that it like comes out really slow and like i mess up my words a lot So I really need to get back into
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that. And I don't think it's necessarily our fault for not reading. um, And I don't want to put any blame on anyone or anything. But honestly, I watched a video recently by Andrew Kirby. And he was basically talking about how we do things because we crave dopamine. um, Everything's drugs. And he was basically like talking and he was like, Okay, imagine you're in a room and you have the choice to eat a carrot or a choice to eat chocolate. And unless you're allergic to chocolate, you're probably going to be more inclined to eat the chocolate because it gives you more dopamine. It makes you more excited. And that's what social media does. And books back in the olden days, um, as Andrew Kirby said, um, back in the olden days, I probably (laughs) the olden days, (laughs) back in like the 19. 50s 1970s well in the 70s they had all those drugs giving them more dopamine all the dope giving them dopamine um but in the 50s and stuff people would actually read, and that was because they didn't have technology to give them that dopamine and now my theory is and i've read about this a lot it's we don't reach out for that carrot because we have so much chocolate available. And people, when they're collecting their likes and they're looking at posts on social media, they're collecting so many little doses of dopamine and they love it. And then once they get look at a book or look at their homework, it's so hard for them to do. And I personally relate to this because I really struggled. Like I I deleted social media recently and it's made me concentrate way more and i hadn't read a whole book last year i didn't finish one book and this year in the span of a month i've finished three because i've been off social media
1: yeah that's like also a crazy thing i don't have social media i've never had it so i don't know the experience of having it and then not having it (laughs) like back to back like seeing the effects um but just not having it, I feel like, I don't know, opens my doors to doing more stuff. Then again, I feel like I am on my phone a lot just because we have so many things on our phone that we can do. Uh, but along with that, I do enjoy a good book. But I also, we are both artists. And I also enjoy a good graphic novel. just kind of <laughs> And it's just so nice to look at. And I mean, it's good to read a book and imagine you know, what the characters would look like, what the scene looks like, but sometimes you kind of want to draw, like that, and that's just me, but, yeah.
0: No, yeah, I was a hu- huge, and I mean huge, anime fan for a while there. <laughs> kind of look back at it and cringe, but it's still a part of who I am. <laughs> um, but I found a point where I was reading manga a lot, but eventually, once I got really into social media, manga just weren't doing it for me anymore. And it really hit me and showed me that a manga, something I really cared about, anime, something I really cared about, just weren't really doing it for me as much as social media was. And the thing that bothered me is because manga, mangas and anime, mangas, plural? Okay, yes. (laughs) But manga and anime, they both have morals behind them, and and this may be cringy, but... Looking back, I actually learned a lot from those shows because every story has a moral to it, you know? But looking at social media, I only grew, uh, not self-consciousness, but I just got so stressed about how many people would like my photos. I would look back at it, like, every minute checking for likes. Um, I would be stressed about who commented. I would be stressed about who looked at my story. I would look at that stuff my friends didn't reply to me all this stuff happened and then i just deleted it and the things like anime and manga started me having more meaning for me and i will admit i'm not really watching anime that much right now but art music reading um i guess tv but more like adult cartoon stuff like archer and rick and morty (laughs) um those have been, like, more meaningful than they ever have been. Like, ever, I feel like I'm a kid again, almost. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I totally get that. Uh, because, I don't know. Because the other day, I talked about this before, but I, when you watch, like, old TV shows, or when you go back, I have a book, a specific book called, uh, it's like something, like, Fix the TV, I don't know, that... I always go back to whenever like I get super nostalgic and it's the first book I ever read by myself and so I'm never going to give up that book ever. <laughs> <laughs> so many memories. It's the most basic of book, but it it's one of those cardboard ones where like all the pages are cardboard. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm never going to give it up, but I think just the when you put yourself out there with social media, you like you take a photo and you publish it, then you you're kind of wanting the public's response like you're just like oh i wonder what somebody would think about me taking a picture of this food and then you look at other people and be like oh they got millions of likes i'll get millions of likes and we all just want that kind of what's the word recognition Mm -hmm. for our work uh same artists like why do we draw art and we put it in galleries we don't put it in galleries unless like you know we're dead that's the thing (laughs) anyways well some people do Exactly, yes. Um, but, like, why do we put stuff out there? It's for the public to see, and it could either be for, um, the public to enjoy, or to think about and get them, you know, thinking about things like this. Like, this is freaking shower thoughts. <laughs> like, this is something to get people rolling and really, uh, think about these kind of things. And I'm publishing this, and it feels weird because I'm like, oh my god, how many people are gonna watch this? And it's just kinda sad before, cause with books! You kind of know when you publish a book, how many people buy it, but I don't think authors, at least back then, I don't know, nowadays, they might be like craving the money, but uh, they just kind of put it out there and like, hey, there's a cool little book out there. Uh, hopefully people will read it and get enjoyment out of it and don't really think about like, oh, 5,000 people just read my book.
0: Yeah and it's not even 5,000 people like my photos or 5,000 people like my book and that is a factor but one thing I just kind of realized now is that it's all about the message you share. We're doing this to make make sure people are enjoying their quarantine blah blah blah, blah for various reasons. Um, people write a book to spread a message but then the concept of social media is really cool to be able to you you have so much power in your hands while posting something and the concept of social media is really cool lots of network networking opportunities for companies um and lots of opportunities to spread what you personally think but i feel like social media has turned into just a daily life thing people People aren't gonna remember what you decided to do on your Saturday afternoon in fifty years. And it's you probably won't even remember what you chose to do on your Saturday afternoon in fifty years. it's 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 really crazy that we're starting to do this. And different things are better at sharing messages than various other things, you know? And I feel like once we get more modern, once technology advances, then it gets harder to keep the concept of sharing a message. And we see that in books, yeah, we're really good at sharing a message—the moral of the story—or if you're, if it's nonfiction, you just say it straight up, you know. And then with social media, a lot of people have the opportunity to share a message but they're not sharing a message at all. And then sometimes, this is unre- sort of related to the subjects, I don't know, but um, a lot of the time people post, like, uh, donate to this tree organization or look, what, look at this newsletter that is definitely fake um, and this is what's happening to blah, 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 blah. And people are trying to get their news from social media sources. And a lot of these sources are completely unreliable. And it's just, you're choosing to spread a false message. And that's when it gets dangerous. And books, at some extent, can be dangerous. Like, look at mine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Hitler's books. (laughs) Like,. Books can be dangerous. But that doesn't mean we burn them. And social media can be dangerous. But that doesn't mean we burn them. It's self-control in the audience. You know? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I love the burning (laughs) Uh, example you gave. That was insane. Um. Yeah. I totally get that. There's so many good things and bad things to literally everything in this world. Um but, like, I know you were saying before the carrot and the chocolate were, like, a different thing, but you could literally eat a carrot and it'll have good things and not bad things because either you'll be like, oh, I had to eat this carrot or you'll be like, oh, i love to eat this carrot. Anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> there's always good and bad things, and with social media people have jobs. Like, some, maybe they couldn't get a uh, job that's, like, in their area that's, like, a fast food thing or something like that, and social media is, like, their passion and something that they can really put their whole um like what's the word they put everything they've got into it and show their passion through it and be like oh my god this is exactly what I've always wanted to do this is what I like I don't know this is what I want to do with my future and I feel like that's a cool idea and the same thing with books I feel like we've gotten so off topic <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay this is what a podcast is all about
1: <laughs> exactly like I feel like we're going to where like, the pros and cons of these things, we should be going back to how trends, this is, I was about to talk about this, trends are a huge thing now. They've always been. Um, probably the first time Caveman made fire, everybody's like, oh my god, fire's the best. And so everybody started spreading the word. Hashtag <laughs> <and laughs> fire. fire. Exactly. And so then fire got super uh, trendy. And then off of that, you know, blah blah blah, food, cooking food was super trendy and everything else. Uh, and I think that's just who we are as bell bottom jeans. <laughs> hey, that is good for some people.
0: <laughs> some people.
1: <laughs> I've never tried them, so I'll never know. You know what?
0: If you wear bell bottom jeans, I love you, man. It's okay. It's okay.
1: Thanks. I probably love it too, you know? You time. know what? I've
0: never even worn them. I've just been too scared. I'm not 1%. <laughs> I'm just a hater.
1: They do. It's a new trend again. Of course it is. They found them in thrift, thrift stops. What did I just... Or
0: an American Eagle, probably. Oof. I think okay. it's an actual new thing. Really? Yeah, I've seen girls at school wearing bell her- bottom jeans.
1: Oh, god. Also, okay, there's a total another subject we need to get on. i talked about it, and again, my uh, first technical episode is freaking brands. And, like, clothes like we're gonna go back to the subject but tube tops is just a piece of fabric that's long enough to go around your body oh a million dollars for it like what's the point i
0: i've had a very like i've had a i guess you could say a dilemma with fashion (laughs) um because i cut my hair short and i want to look like a girl but i also want to be very comfortable and oftentimes i get called like mr wexler on airplanes or (laughs) yeah i know or sir what would you like to order and then i just start talking with my voice and they're like oh um i mean and i'm like it's okay i get it a lot (laughs) um and it just and i'm not i don't know i guess i'm hurt by it but i don't let it get to me but it's still like What can I do to make myself look more feminine? And there's lots of ways. I can dress like a woman. I can do makeup. But the thing is, is that I'm realizing I like the way I dress and I feel comfortable that way. And I don't have to dress a certain way to look like... The, the, The way girls dress is very stereotypical. And honestly, it kind of makes me uncomfortable wearing a dress that goes... Barely past my butt, you know. I wanna, I wanna re- <laughs> it to reach my knees, at <laughs> least.
1: I get you, I get you.
0: And I don't want to just wear a bra out in public, you know, unless I'm at the pool, which oh. is a swimming suit. But
1: I thought you meant like just like wear a bra or not wear a bra, in the like, wear a bra.
0: Oh, and I don't want to not wear a bra under the shirt, like, you know, I don't want to just wear a t-shirt with no bra around because people are doing that now. And I don't want to put on mascara that makes my eyelashes fall fall out more than they already do. Julia, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Do I? I don't know. No,
0: you're like, you pull out your eyelashes, I rub my eyes, and my eyelashes
1: fall out. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about.
0: No, but yeah. I, I just don't want to wear makeup if it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't want to dress very feminine, stereotypically feminine if it makes me uncomfortable i'm fine with t-shirts sweatpants and sweatshirts
1: yes <laughs> and that's been style for forever and i think it works
0: yeah and i think if a girl wants to wear a tube top go for it if you want to spend a thousand dollars on a tube top go for it do you but then it gets to the point where it's like those brands have to at least be doing something beneficial for the world if they're collecting a thousand dollars on a shirt
1: oh my and you know that they either are and people know about these things like there's some brand out there that donates to some place. i can't remember what but then there are others who are just like doing the same thing over and over like brandy melville do you know if they're doing anything with all the money they're making from all the visco girls
0: (laughs) um i'm actually not sure about the statistics of the whole, the, the realities of the whole thing. I don't know anything about specific brands. I did hear that Forever 21 literally had child laborers.
1: Oh god. I thought we were doing um,
0: Yeah, no, and it's like, that could be fake news and it's really easy Was to fabricate YouTube? What?
1: Was it from Facebook?
0: Um, no.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I don't know where I, I think I heard this one by mouth word of mouth, but, um, it's just, it's hard to say nowadays, a, a lot of news, and you could be hearing this, and get very angry about that, and be like, you're just, you're just saying, ch- these children didn't work for Forever 21, I'm not saying that, but I I am saying it's possible, but I'm also saying that it's completely not possible, <laughs> um, but it's just, like, you nowadays you really don't know what's true you you don't know what's true unless you've seen it with your own eyes and that's a point I try to stick by and I think it's frustrating when people are just so biased without even taking a second to think about the other side so I try to remain neutral about things but um I did hear that forever 21 was using women and children and third world countries as a source of labor to make their clothes and it's just terrible and maybe they do make a living off of that but I guarantee they aren't getting paid enough money for doing that if it is true so
1: I mean I hope that Forever 21 isn't getting a lot of money for
0: that yeah I heard they were going bankrupt or something a couple months ago but I haven't seen anything else But a lot of, um, because of the virus, a lot of big, huge, um, shopping companies, shopping, uh, what are big companies like JCPenney, Macy called?
1: Retail stores.
0: Yeah, (laughs) thank you. A lot of retail stores are actually going bankrupt.
1: Dang. I mean, it makes sense. It's like nobody's going to literally go to the mall and buy something, and I don't know if anybody's really looking for clothes now. I know. Um, but, so that was a good topic, I want to jump back to the generational thing, but this time I want to say, what's something that you grew out of as a kid, because I know for me, one thing is in elementary school, Abby and I both went to the same elementary school, um, I, when I was there, I can't remember, since, um, since, like, literal, um, preschool, not preschool, was it preschool, I don't even know, kindergarten since kindergarten my mom has always done my hair obviously not now but she always you know like braided it or put it in pigtails or did something with it and eventually throughout elementary school I can't remember it had to have been fifth or sixth grade I like grew out of it and I'm like, I don't want you to pull my hair out anymore mom <laughs> and I mean all everybody complimented and like, oh my god, it got amazing. I mean, it like, was
0: amazing, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But then I was like, you know, I kind of want to do my own thing. And then that led into dying hair, and then that led into... Literally, when I was in junior high, I was like, bangs. Let's do bangs. But I'm like, I don't want straight across bangs. Those bangs suck. I never want to have those bangs. And guess what I have now? I have straight across bangs. How ironic is that? Anyways, what is something that you grew out of? As a kid.
0: Um, speaking of hair, I definitely cut all of my hair off. Uh, I don't want to do the math on. I don't want to do the math on audio. But um, a, a year ago. <laughs> um, but I oh cut my God. hair. Wow. Um, completely off. It used to be, you know this. It used to be long, down to my chest. Yeah, If you pull it all the way down. If <laughs> I got- but pulled it all the way down, down to my chesticles. And it was curly, like it is now, but it was extremely fizzy. And I was in soccer at the time, for years. And I was so sweaty, and I'd put it up, I could never wear it down. I would literally sweat, (laughs) and it would be terrible. And then i cut it all off, life changer. And I guess we're going, like, closest to now, closest to present day, backwards. Um, But one thing... I started having in junior high was an attitude change and i think you know this i've definitely always been weird and silly (laughs) (laughs) um but nowadays i feel like i'm more yeah i'm more i don't give a you're you're
1: serious more serious than you
0: are yeah i'm more i'm more serious i can i'm obviously still weird and silly but i'm more like I really don't care what you think. <laughs>
1: I feel like <laughs> you've been know? like that,
0: though. Uh, well, but I've all—I I, I remember throughout elementary school, I was definitely a teacher's pet, <laughs> and made sure my teachers liked me. I raised my hand oh, yeah. all the time in class, yep. and nowadays, I've just—I'm so like definitely not popular. <laughs> I'm not a cool stereotype then I just don't feel like comfortable raising my hand in class and speaking out because honestly you do get judged for that stuff in school oh my
1: god I hate it so much yeah I know
0: and and I do really like learning that's probably my favorite thing to do to learn um but I, I don't know I just feel like my attitude changed to the point where I just don't really raise my hand I don't really care I make sure I have straight a's but I really just don't really try in class Which is, you know
1: Definitely seen that
0: Uh huh And then the last thing I definitely think Is that I went, when I was little My mom used to dress me mm-hmm. I wore colorful, colorful clothes <laughs> Deeper colorful And now you know it's like pretty much all black My wardrobe
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: Couple oranges here and there Cause that's my favorite color
1: <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing I don't remember what I wore as a kid, but I'm pretty sure it was all super colorful things. It's it's
0: pretty similar to what you wear now, except it's more. Ma- what you wear now is more mature and a little toned down.
1: Exactly. See? And your
0: attitude hasn't changed that much, other than really? you becoming like more mature.
1: I feel like I became a lot nicer, <laughs> honestly.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you weren't
1: mean. No, I was mean. <laughs> I know I was mean. You weren't mean.
0: Julia, you're not, you weren't mean. You, you should have seen our, like, I'm not saying her name, oh. but our old best friend. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> yeah, uh, from elementary. Um, she was mean. You weren't mean. You are sassy. Okay. But you grew out of that.
1: <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I got in so much trouble with friends because of that with you also i did I, it was because i wouldn't listen to anybody else i'd be like no my point's right no matter what it's gonna you know no matter what you, you say it's the other thing or you give me proof oh no i'm totally right uh so that was a big thing but eventually i grew out of it i still do that a bit now and i make sure to uh, make it a point that if i am right you'll know
0: it julia this makes me laugh but <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. What? I remember we used to have popsicle parent l- lunches. Where yes. parents would come and we'd have popsicles. And the last like the sixth grade popsicle lunch, my parents didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. Thank you. <laughs> oh I remember I that. don't I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but I sat down with your grandpa and you. Yeah. I don't think your parents came, but it no, was your grandparents. <laughs> and I remember you said something and I said I just said in front of your grandparents. Julia, you are crossing the line. <laughs> I know you did. Oh my god. <laughs> and I don't even know what it was. I I literally have no idea, no remembrance of what the situation was. But I just have a vivid memory of this i don't remember like barely anything from elementary school but i just remember looking at little you and saying you have crossed the line
1: i feel like you might have run away after that or like we got in a fight and then eventually we got together because you know that always happens Um...
0: i feel like i feel like we didn't it just got awkward and then we were fine again and i think you said sorry because you realized like (laughs) Yeah, Abby just said you crossed the line.
1: Mm-hmm. That's when it gets serious.
0: <laughs> I don't say that that
1: much. No, you, I, I mean, you didn't say it back then a lot. Yeah, I, I feel it, like now oh. I say it as a joke. <laughs> I don't think you've ever said you crossed a line to me before in my life, for then. I think that was the <laughs> I want you to say it more now.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try to in- integrate that into my new vocabulary.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Put it on your wall and make it the biggest sticky note you have.
0: Yes, that's what I do. Um, I have a terrible vocabulary for those of you that... Well, none of you know this. But I, I have a very bad vocabulary and I, I think it's because I didn't read. For years, <laughs> um, but I started reading, and every time I didn't recognize a word, I'd put a sticky note on my wall. And now I I can remember all of those words like rarefied, um, ubiquitous, sin sin, sin uh, I don't know. Like I'm trying to remember words like cat. Ch- is it chasm? Yeah, I think it's chasm, not it's chasm, not chasm. <laughs> I had to think, oh, okay. but just like. those little words I didn't know the meaning of and I I guess I could look at them and figure out some context clues but I just didn't know and I was I felt behind because people were using very fancy words while talking to me (laughs) and and then I realized they weren't fancy words at all not that I know them but yeah I've been starting to be able to actually integrate those integrate here I go say again but I've been able to integrate fancier words into my vocabulary and into my essays that I have to write
1: yeah see that's important you call mm-hmm. it level uh, scores yeah yes Abby and I have a AP test coming up uh, which yeah. is going to be so incredibly fun yes <laughs> yep but for that I got a birthday coming up, and I don't know when I'm going to post this. I might post it right now, like, right after we finish.
0: I vote you do it, and then we make another one tomorrow.
1: <laughs> We're going to make a birthday uh, podcast that's going to be a bit about birthdays. We have talked to about some of the things that you wanted to discuss in this one. Uh, I don't know if we've gotten through all of them, but we can definitely continue them on to the next one. I don't know if it's going to be 31 minutes long like this one, but... Um, but it'll definitely be a good discussion because i've got a lot of things to do tomorrow
0: i, don't, I actually don't <laughs> okay i was like
1: really really okay quarantine well i'm waking up early to make a coffee cake because, i'm waking up at eight uh, i don't know why i'm waking up <laughs> i'm just gonna wake up probably 7 30-ish i don't know nice i'm gonna make coffee cake and guess what i'm having cake every single meal of the day <laughs> It's gonna be great. I'm having coffee cake for breakfast and then one of my friends is coming over and she's bringing me a cake.
0: Tell me how the frosting tastes. I miss her frosting. I don't miss our friendship, but I miss the frosting.
1: <laughs> oh my god. I know, that's evil. I don't, I've i never loved her frosting. I don't know, I haven't had it in forever though.
0: I actually haven't either. It's <laughs> my, my birthday. birthday. uh, Whoa, I mean my last birthday. It's been a year what? Okay That
1: was so funny right after you came back from Africa
0: A year and a half! It's been a year and a half since I've had that frosting Which means it's been like a year and a
1: half since you guys have been friends
0: Well, more like a year Yes,
1: yeah, because then it was my birthday and then we were together and then it didn't work Mm
0: Mm-hmm that's we a, became a, a, friends on your birthday and we never talked after that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was weird. Like, I got that weird. Anyways, it's
0: because... Sorry, let me just say. When me and her are together, we oh just click. We're best friends. But then when we walk away, I think we both realize that it's for the best not to be next to each other. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I get that a lot, you know? And,
0: and when we're together, we don't pay attention to other people and I feel bad.
1: Oh yeah, I totally know what that feels like, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Julia. (laughs) I have no self-control.
1: No, you're fine. It's in the past. It's happened so many times to me. I'm kind of... It's fine. I kind of get it. It's okay. It's okay. That's a story for another time. Yes. Even if we want to say that story, because you know who might listen to this. I don't know.
0: You know what? For me, everything's out in the open.
1: I could even make a podcast with her and then we could get to the bottom. I don't want to do that, though. I feel like you'd hate that.
0: Yeah, I don't... I don't. I'd don't. i be down. That's actually Maybe. kind of funny. And I feel like it would be actually really funny.
1: Yeah, but then I feel like you guys become friends again. and then I we'll- know!
0: Don't do that to me, Julia. You're doing exactly. it to me right now. <laughs>
1: exactly what it. I'm saying. <laughs> this oh, <okay>. is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I think this is the... I say we... I'm going to wake up tomorrow, go on a run, do my thing. You're going to make coffee cake.
1: I think tomorrow
0: I will be back. It will be birthday-themed podcast.
1: Heck yeah. Guess what? I'm going to be 16, y'all. It's going to be insane. It's crazy. I'm going to be a whole new person.
0: A whole new girl. (laughs) A whole new girl.
1: Yes, and I am expecting a happy birthday at exactly midnight
0: no (laughs) Julia I'm actually I I will if I stay up that long totally we've got an hour so 45 minutes I don't know if I'm physically capable I'm so sorry
1: well you need to keep topping your birthdays happy birthdays because every year it's been I remember last year it was right around 12 o'clock really I'm pretty sure
0: (sighs) maybe I can make Siri time a text to you
1: See, I, I want I wish that could happen.
0: I feel like that'd be so nice. I'll I'll see if I can. <laughs>
1: anyways, if not, uh, I,
0: I will stay up. Uh,
1: rubber duckies. I hope this was a long and interesting podcast and talk with my bestie, or should I say, BFFI Abigail Wexler. <laughs> said uh,
0: doctor, Mr. Baby. Wexler! Just kidding. I'm being an airport person.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, I hope you guys had a great time. Abby, how'd you feel?
0: It was awkward at first, but I'm digging it.
1: Nice. Abby and I are are either, rather going to take over this podcast, or we'll make a podcast of our own. And And if we do make a podcast of our own, I will let you guys know and tell you the name, and it will be beautiful. Anyways, that is all for today, peeps. I will see you guys next time. Bye.